On this episode of Humans with Hans, Perry shares the recipe to his relationship with cooking. Welcome back to Humans with Hans. I have here with me Perry, um, Perry Harrison, who's my brother. Um, now, Perry, for our listeners who may not know you personally, could you give us a bit of a background, a little introduction to, to who you are? Sure. So, I'm Hans's oldest brother. Um, we've got a, a number of siblings in our family. I'm married and have a stepson and two children. Um, been married for about a year and a half now to, to my wife, and I live in Sandy, Utah. I am a home builder as my career. Um, some of my interests are uh, biking and reading movies, but I probably my mi- big interest is, is cooking, um, particularly for my family, but I, I love to host as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, thank you again for being on. And and you know, I, as we sort of begin here, I sort of prefaced you know this this interview and this talk. I, I invited you on. I thought it'd be interesting personally for you to talk about cooking. Um, me personally, I enjoy cooking not to the extent or to the level that you do that, obviously. Um, but I am curious. You know, we're here talking about relationships. For you, what's a relationship that has defined you as a person or you? In your life, sure. Well, I liked your suggestion about cooking because it is something that I've been doing since a since a young age, never professionally, but for a lot of enjoyment. And I, I think it is a thread through many of my other relationships, mm. my my interpersonal relationships with with other human beings. Um, I think a large part of my relationship with my father is defined by um, the experiences I had cooking with him. Um, our relationship was very much. Um, centered around the preparation of meals and the enjoyment of meals. Um, and I think it continues on throughout my life in, in various facets. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, you sort of keyed in there that this has had an influence on a lot of different relationships. I, I'm curious, you mentioned, you know, maybe you started with your father. Is that sort of where that relationship began with cooking is, is because of your father? Or? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, he made it a priority to make us breakfasts every morning. I mean, sometimes there was a cereal day, but for the most part, mm-hmm. um, he would prepare meals in the morning, um, a lot of home lunches while at school. And then he was always home after school, many times would prepare a snack and then always prepare the meal, the evening meal. Um, so seeing him take a lot of effort to, to prepare meals for us was a big deal. And he involved us very early on in whether it was the preparation of the box of stuffing or the mashing of the potatoes, um, the cooking of the French toast, whatever it is, he, he definitely involved us in mm-hmm. the, in the preparation of food. And it, it showed a, a desire for us to learn and to participate in, in a bonding experience. And he would share his insights into why he chose to season things a certain way or cook yeah. things a certain way. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, growing up in the same home as you, obviously, I have many of those similar experiences. Um, I, I am curious, you know, we have some other siblings that haven't maybe taken to cooking as much as, per se, you or me. What do you think sort of differentiated you and your relationship with cooking than, let's say, some of your other siblings that had very similar experiences growing up? There may have been a bit of aptitude as okay. well. I mean, I think there was a general interest in it. 
Um, and if you didn't have that interest or got frustrated by the process of, of cooking, which can be quite a process and can be fairly challenging, um, especially for those that, that don't have it innate in them, um, that may have been a, a bit of a turnoff for them. And I think they engaged with, with her father in other ways. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. I, I mean, I think in any type of relationship, we see ups and downs of, of things. Have, have you seen that in your relationship with cooking where, you know, maybe there's been a swell of, I like personally, I've seen that, you know, where one week I cook three different meals and I don't finish any of them um, versus some Finish weeks. cooking them or finish eating them? <laughs> I finish eating them. I finish okay. cooking them and then they sit in the fridge. You have a uh, recipe you're just halfway through, <laughs> done. I can't finish this. <laughs> no, I, I at least get to the end of the recipe. I eat it and then I have leftovers yeah, and, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll cook something new. Mm. Um, and then, you know, I go three weeks without cooking at all. Sure. So, I mean, for you though, have you seen in your life maybe that up and swell of, sure. of a relationship? And I think for me, I mean, it's it's definitely the busyness of children and, and career and family life. You don't... There may be times where it's just too much to continue to cook um, or cook as actively as you might during other times, but the varied interests over the years, I mean, there was a period of time four or five years ago where I made homemade pasta two or three nights a week. Um, I went through a pizza stage about 18 months ago. Um, <laughs> I was part of it. It was very good. <laughs> so really, I mean, I had I cooked my own pizzas at my own wedding. That's the That was the obsession of the moment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's definitely ebbs and flows, and I think it's you find new interesting aspects to to cooking as you do any other relationship, and, and you get tired of it, and you have to rekindle it, and, and so just like any relationship, it requires some patience, some, you know, coming back and, and finding a new perspective on it, um, coming back and rediscovering what you loved about it all along. It definitely has those aspects to it. Yeah, and, and for you, what it, what is those aspects of coming back and sure. you know, what, what do you love about cooking? I think for me, the preparation of food, not solely for myself, actually it's the sharing with other people that, that really keeps my fire going. Um, for me, what makes cooking so enjoyable is it is a, a creation process that simultaneously can have some strict rules and procedures around it, but then also a lot of creativity. And so the blend of an analytical and a creative mind um, in the cooking process is is very um, powerful and, and incentivizing for me. Um, so for me, I really, I enjoy going into a new recipe, a hard recipe, trying something that I haven't done before, whether it's new techniques or new flavors. Um, and then And then the preparation of it. And for me, the sharing with other individuals through, you know, a hosting scenario is mm-hmm. is a major component of it as well. I, I enjoy seeing the joy that my, you know, creation can create in others. And I, it's somewhat tied in with my, my career choice as well as I enjoy creating physical yeah. objects that other, people's, other people can enjoy. Um, and cooking's a, a nice, contained, short, temporary, yeah. you mess it up, you move on to the next thing very quickly. Um, you can always pull a gallon of ice cream out of the fridge kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I I mean, I, I think you keyed in on something that's important, that especially is unique about cooking is a lot of times, you know, maybe you try a new recipe or you try something new and it doesn't turn out, you know, and you sort of have to start from scratch and it's a pretty quick turnaround. You know, seeing that difference of, of you know, starting from scratch in cooking versus maybe in some of your other relationships in life, how, how have you seen that sort of differentiated? Sure. Well, I got divorced, so I did try the starting out again on, on marriage. Um, I threw that one in the trash, 
and started a new recipe. Um, no, for me, I think there, there's a nice balance there of what cooking allows you to do is you'll need to prepare food on a fairly ongoing basis. Um, there's some expectations around it. There's a, some obligations. And I think relationships are similar where relationships key you up with with other people, key you up to have expectations of that person and to have expectations um, placed on you. And so to come at, you you can come at, I need to prepare a meal for my children, therefore I'm going to pull out what's easiest and what just, you know, checks the box. Mm-hmm. Or you can put some time and some effort into it. And the joy that I feel in a preparation of a meal is, you know, 10, uh, even a hundredfold more yeah. when I am looking forward to it, when I've made plans, when I'm invested in it, when I, I give it my full attention. And I think relationships are the same way where, of course, there's times in our life when in certain periods of relationship we check the box, we, mm-hmm. we do the bare maintenance necessary to keep a relationship going. Um, but the true joy we find in relationships is when we engage you know, full-heartedly in it um, and, and take excitement out of it. Um, and there will be ebbs and flows of that as well, of course. Yeah, for sure. I mean, taking that full, you know, really immersing yourself in that cooking experience and, and that whole relationship, is there a moment or a time that sort of sticks out as maybe the favorite meal or, you know, the mountain that you finally came to when, when cooking a specific recipe or anything, so, something like along those lines at all? Sure. So for me, cooking isn't so much a a mastery of a skill okay. or, or a, a goal to gain. It's it's very much about the journey. Yeah. Um, and so tying that with specific hosting and, and um, family traditions and, and so forth, it's not so much about I'm going to finally one day cook a duck or orange or something like that. <laughs> it's, it's really very much about finding, hey, I've got an event coming up, I have a, a hosting opportunity, and here's something I'd like to prepare for my guests. Um, I mean, there was a delightful experience this last uh, Thanksgiving time where we have a, we eat a bunch of Chinese food as a family, and, mm-hmm. and being able to, rather than going to the store and, you know, buying off the shelf or buying some frozen stuff, um, or from a restaurant, being able to create, you know, a variety of dishes, um, sharing that experience of preparation with my siblings, including you, Hans, um, that was very enjoyable for me mm-hmm. and and a real keystone of, of what makes cooking so so key to my personal health, my, my mental health, as well as you know my ability to bond with with other people. No, yeah, for sure. It, it sort of it helps in all sorts of facets of your life and and especially for you, you know, it's, it's not this end all, like once I'm to this level, you know, I've mastered it type of thing. I think a lot of people, I know for me personally, you know, I, I think, Oh, I want to, you know, once I make my millions from the podcast, uh, you know, I want to move to Italy and take a cooking course and, and just, you know, master Italian food or, you know, I, I think a lot of times we look at our life and then especially our hobbies as, as this idea of mastering. And, and so I like how you sort of point out, for you, cooking isn't isn't mastering anything. It, it's bringing together maybe skills and techniques, and then providing something for others. Yeah, and for me, I mean, I absolutely I enjoy the learning new techniques and learning new skills. Mm-hmm. But to make the the end result, the, the purpose of the journey is is not worth it. You, you'll end up with well, okay, I've got this, but what do I have now? 
Um, yeah. And that is where I like cooking, that it has so many different facets. There's not really a, you know, best of it. There's there's always opportunities to learn and to, to try new things. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, we've sort of talked about this as you've gone, um, but I sort of always ask the question of how this relationship that defines you has sort of impacted either positively or negatively other relationships that you have, whether that's with a spouse, with a sibling, with a child. For you, is there maybe a relationship that sticks out that this is, that cooking has had an impact on? Sure. Let's think. I mean, I'll give you time to think. I know you obviously mentioned earlier the relationship with your father, um, but I mean, you know, there's a lot of opportunities there. I mean, for instance, what my father had done for me and expressing his love through the preparation of meals, I definitely have that same relationship now with my children mm-hmm. of, of being able to make sure that they're cared for in this way um, and getting a lot of joy and satisfaction and, and connection out of that. Um, and if you want a moment of tension, I think there's a bit of a, I get a lot of satisfaction out of cooking, but also I get a lot of dissatisfaction with people who aren't good at cooking. Um, (laughs) so that can be a source of tension with whether it's, um, you know, when a family member prepares a meal that I don't enjoy, um, my wife is a very good cook, but... I would prefer to just do the cooking myself because then I can take full responsibility for it mm-hmm. um, and not deal with whatever the results are of, of her ability to cook. Um, and so it's, you know, kind of stay out of my kitchen kind of thing <laughs> at times, um, which can be a source of tension, but it's nice where um, it's, it's comfortable for her and comfortable for me that we can kind of leave something that gives me so much pleasure and, and satisfaction just to me, even though it's something that she could engage with very well. And I think that may be something to, to kind of broaden what the relationship um, parable could be out of that is there are times in our lives where we may be good at something, we, we may have capability, um, but for the good of ourselves or for the good of, of our partners um, or our friends, it makes sense to, to leave it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, to not necessarily try to fix it or take control. Yeah. Um, there are times in our lives where we don't we don't need to be the ones who do it all um, and or you know we may not be very good at something and we could admit that and let someone help us and, and do it for us or, or do it with us. Um, so that's definitely something that the cooking relationship I have has, has given me. No, for sure. I I especially like, you know, you sort of brought that into how we have relationships with others. And, you know, I'm a a firm believer that, you know, we take accountability for our own actions. But at the same time, we also need to recognize that we're not accountable for others in many facets of life. And, and, you know, when it comes down to to cooking, you know, if you're cooking yourself, you know, you're accountable for that. And, you know, others need to let you perform or let you do what you do best, you know? Sure. And and I think that's very instrumental in any type of relationship where, you know, we're going to have these strengths and these weaknesses and, and finding what works is important. Finding that balance of saying, hey, you're going to take this and, and you're accountable for that. And to that point of if I prepare the meal and everyone hates the meal, <laughs> I have to take accountability for that. And yeah. I... Obviously, there's pain around that, but there can't be a lot of blame. I am the one who prepared the meal, um, 
and individuals' response to that are, is their response to have. For sure. Um, it's very much the same in, in how we go about lives. Of we, we do our own actions, and the consequences of those actions ultimately are our responsibility. Um, and we let others have their own reactions. If they didn't like the meal, but you enjoyed the meal, and it turned out how you expected it to be, yeah. there should be no weight on you um, as a result. It, it's their choice of their own particular tastes, as it were. No, yeah, for sure. I, I, I mean, I sort of experienced that. I mean, obviously, I don't cook as much as you, but there's been a couple oh, times. You're a great cook. <laughs> there's been a couple times where, like, I'll have like a homemade pizza party or something, and I always like to do uh, homemade personal pizzas because you know it's it's off me. You know, sure. if their pizza's screwed up, that's yeah. on them. And but at the same time, I think there is still a little bit of that feeling of like I'm responsible for them to have a good pizza you know so I try to teach and I try to explain and I try to give them the tools that are necessary to have a good pizza you know a good sauce a good good toppings you know and and when it doesn't turn out you know it is a little disappointing but at the same time you know it's not on me um I, I am curious you know you talked about receiving sometimes criticism or critique depending on whether or not a meal turns out do, do you feel like that affects you and has sort of long-term negative consequences or do you feel like you're pretty confident in taking maybe that criticism or critique from your cooking and sort of just working with it? I think the nice thing with cooking and or any other kind of you know, creative hobby type thing is unless it's an integral piece of your identity and you have, you know, made this particular meal, you know, the capstone of your creative abilities, mm-hmm. then it very much is just it's an experience it's something you tried it's something that you know you may find successful and they may not but even if all parties concerned think that it was a massive epic failure <laughs> that's okay it, it, it's transient it, we move on um and it is a nice thing where i can feel hey i put a lot of effort into this at the very least i, I put something out there that i feel good about um and then if it doesn't land the way i'd hoped it would land it's not a reflection on me personally. It's a reflection on how the recipe turned out or my ability to put, you know, the effort into it and my skills. But it's okay. It's it's on that specific thing, and I may never make that again. Um, but there's not a lot of pain and, and, um, and angst around a particular failed meal, as it, as it were. So. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, as, as we're coming here sort of toward the end of our time, you know, I sort of always ask this question at the end. You've sort of keyed into it throughout this uh, this conversation, this discussion, but, you know, moving forward, looking forward, what do you see your relationship with cooking to be? I think it'll be a, a lifelong pursuit, a lifelong um, source of joy. I think there will be times, I mean, right now, for instance, I don't do a lot of recipe searching. We use a, a mail order um, recipe box uh, service that comes Hashtag Blue Apron. Hopefully they become a sponsor here. You can sponsor me. <laughs> and that's and, and at its very core, it's been very much, okay, it, it provides the food, it provides the recipes, you know, you, but I still got to do some preparation around it, and uh-huh. that still brings some um, smaller but still quite a bit of joy. Right. So I think there will be times where it will wax and wane, but I I hope that as as something that I truly can just continue to do and pursue for the rest of my life, it allows me to have a, a large perspective on what success looks like, um, a larger perspective on what part of it brings me joy, and that I can um, engage with other people through it, you know, over and over and over again. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, 
I appreciate, you know, that this sort of sums up, you know, what it seems like your relationship with cooking is, you know, there's ups and downs and, but it is going to sort of be a constant and you want it to be that constant as it provides sort of that, that positive externality of seeing, Hey, there's benefit here. Um, and so that's super, that's super good. Thank you again, Perry for, thanks for having me. You know, the listeners, I guarantee enjoyed it. Um, you know, we're, we're grateful for you to be here, here on uh, humans with Hans, make sure to give us a follow and, and leave us a good review. So thank you again, listeners, and have a great time.